Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. So what is going on? Jason Lou here for another episode of The Business of Feeling Good. And it's been a quick minute uh, since I've actually been recording podcasts. And what's been interesting is I actually wanted to catch some of you guys up on some of the lessons and some of the experiences that I've had over the past year um, in regards to building a coaching business. And I think one of the most unexpected parts of this process has been the inspiration and then the death of certain visions and programs coming into fruition. And I think what I find really interesting about the process of being in this is that so often, and I guess I'll get straight to the point right now. So often I find that it's really easy to honor the beginning, the middle, and the end. And what do I mean by this? I think that the journey is so often recognized when someone is in struggle. Um, It's really easy to recognize that it's easy. But there is there's a there's a piece of of us being able to at least on the socials, at least in our social circles, seeing someone go through real hardship and struggle. There's well, not fun for the individual. There is the ability to honor, especially when you you've moved beyond it and you're able to look back. There is definitely this piece of honoring what has happened, the trials and tribulations, going through struggle, going through heartache, going through pain, and coming out on the other side. There's also the ability to honor the middle of the journey when you're burning the candle at both ends, when you're trying to bring a vision to fruition. And I feel like that has been the past year of birthing this program called Hidden Genius, essentially helping entrepreneurs lean into their expertise to build high ticket courses or businesses around what they were meant to do. And then that leads to kind of the pinnacle of it, the ability to celebrate success, um, big wins. Um, that could be outwardly recognizing that individual. That could mean um, you know hitting certain milestones when it comes to income, building a six-figure, multiple six-figure business. Those have all come with the birth of Hidden Genius and with a lot of journeys here. What does not get place and time, or I should say, I struggle with finding inspiration of people that honor what comes beyond. And what comes beyond so often is two things. Often I see a lot of coaches that hold on to coaching programs or courses that make them money, yet they're no longer excited or inspired by the work. It's just a way to make income. And that's a really great problem to have. And there's nothing wrong if you're a coach that is making money that way. You've built something, it's the fruits of your labor. But I often see coaches that are miserable, unhappy, um, can't figure out why they're trying to recapture the high of what they created. And in honesty, there's, there's this level of, and I watched one of my clients go through this, letting go and almost grieving for the fact that you've birthed this idea, you've created this concept 
Yet where you're at in the stage that you're in, that concept no longer excites you. And that's exactly what happened with me was this idea of building the successful brand around Hidden Genius, building this course, filling it, having amazing clients come through it and realizing that there was something more I wanted to create. And so I've been actually sitting in this space of a little bit of limbo, right? It's felt like this idea of floating and I don't do well when I don't have a goal in mind, when I don't have a direct focus of where I want to go and what I want to create. In fact, I feel a bit aimless. I love the idea of being able to pick a point, reverse engineer it, create a plan and get after it. And what's been interesting and a lot of the coaching that I've been receiving both from my mentors, seeking inspiration, what I've been looking for in books has been how to honor this space. Because the natural tendency and what I found myself doing was throwing myself in a direction, whether it was in alignment or not, I found myself kind of grabbing at what were other people doing that were successful? What were other individuals that were building big courses and making multiple six-figure months? What were their strategies? What were their principles? And while those principles work, My personal belief is that everyone has a way that works for them. There's not one way to get to the top of the mountain. There's not one and an exclusive way to build a business. See, I think the half that doesn't get talked about is the fact that most entrepreneurs just copy what other people do. They're successful, right? I hear Tony Robbins say that I'm success leaves clues and it does, but we also get to look at Does that method, does that path, does that way up the mountain really lean into your gifts, talents, and abilities? Does it put you in your zone of genius? And what I found for me personally was that when I began to quote unquote copy or look at other individuals that were having success and tried to duplicate it, that I was absolutely miserable because what I was not tuning into was what was in alignment for me. And so two big lessons have come out of this. One is how to look at this space and the perception of being in this place of transition. My initial attitude was I'm less than, I don't know my purpose. I don't know where I'm going right now. And I feel like I'm floating. And that mindset alone, I knew was problematic because I don't know what I'm doing leads my mind to answer questions around all the things that I don't know how to do right? The quality of questions determine the quality of our life, Tony Robbins. And so when I began to seek out my mentors and ask them how to look at this space, the recognition that came, and I want to pass this along to you guys, was that everything I've ever asked for, everything I've ever asked for has come true in not the way that I want it to, not exactly in the um, step-by-step methodology, but what I have asked for has been given. So when I lean into the fact that I am either that I'm being held either by source, universe, God, your belief system, that there is something that's guiding me along the way and that what I have asked for has been provided. So what I began to try on was this idea of what I am seeking is not answers, what I'm asking for right now. If I know that whatever I ask for is provided, then what I'm asking for at this point in time is a big vision. What I'm asking for is a big concept, um, vision, uh, 
thing that I am want to birth and to give to the world based on what my gifts are, what my talents are, what my abilities are. And going into that, having the mentality that I'm asking for it and I'm acting in this space. The second part of it, this is what I want to get to is I think so often that the challenge about being in this beyond and the beyond is when you're grieving the death of one vision and trying to birth a new one, the beyond space is a really hard space to hold what I like to call the beingness because it's challenging to show up on social when you don't necessarily know what you're going to sell or what you're going to welcome people into. It's hard to be in a state of certainty when there's absolutely more uncertainty. And so what's interesting is when I look back at my teaching, my training, we talk about the state of being, right? It's not go out there and I'll act like a millionaire once I have it. It is you first must be at first, then do the actions of someone that is millionaire in order to have the things that a millionaire has. So again, it's be, then do, and then have. Now, if we take that formula or take that mentality and kind of lay it over, put the tracing paper over this state and this stage, it's very different. Can I be, this is the challenge for me, can I be in a state of someone that welcomes in a new vision? Can I energetically hold that state in that space? Can I act in a way that that individual or version of me would act if they already had the vision and therefore have the vision? Sounds like such a (laughs) mind F, right? It's, It's such a, it's such a messed up way of looking at it, but it has been the most beneficial recognizing that what I ask for shows up. And then can I be in the state? And what's been interesting is that in the most unexpected way, it's just following the things that excite me, that are interesting to me, um, that are fun and interesting bits and pieces have begun to show up. And I'm excited to see what happens and what comes genuinely at this stage. I want to document this right now. It's September 7th right now. I have no idea what this is going to look like. Um, but it's coming. In fact, it's already starting to form. And so um, this kind of deep dive behind the scenes, this go around of the business of feeling good is kind of taking you guys into the idea of what gets birth and what gets created. So um, as always, um, thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys grab value out of today. And I'd love your thoughts on if you've been in this space before, what served you? Have there been books? Have there been mentors? Have there been ways of thinking about this area of the beyond? Um, that have served you. Hope you're well. And until next time, cheers. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.